With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Andrew McCart, IFL TV. I'm here in Dublin, and I've got to say, Josh Warrington, it's been a it's been a while since I've had a microphone in front of your face, mate. How's life? It, it has. You know what? I always enjoy speaking to yourself. Um, yeah, life's good. Life's good. Uh, over here supporting. My gym mate and my good pal Reese Mould. He's got a big fight this weekend and uh, enjoying my first time in, in Dublin. Is your first time in Dublin? You've never been here? No, I've, I've been over to Belfast, Northern Ireland, but yeah, I've never been uh, south of the border. I've never been to Dublin before. How, how are you enjoying it? Obviously, you've only been, I was in the hotel, you'll be checking at the same time. So you've only been here for 24 hours, so you seen much of it? Yeah. Apart from Tesco? <laughs> well, local Tesco's, yeah, fantastic offers. No, um, went, uh, went to Crumlin Boxing Gym last night, um, met some of the amateurs there, fantastic uh, set of coaches as well. Went over to the, the um, uh, McGregor's Bar as well, had, a, had, a, had, a, had about, yeah, good food, decent food, um, may have had a, a pint or two, um, but yeah, I've enjoyed it, mate, enjoyed it so far. I do want to touch about Reese Mould because he's in a tough fight against Gary Cully who guys on a redemption course right now because of the loss he suffered last time out in Dublin in his home city so he's got a tough fight uh, Reese Mould but I just want to stay on you just a little bit because there seems to be a lot of back and forth now with, with you and Lee Wood you're posting bits you're saying things you're posting little bits and I'm, en- I'm enjoying it as a boxing yeah. fan I'm enjoying it but it seems like there's a date now that's been set by Eddie Hearn for the city ground fight now is it you? Is it Mick Collin? Is it Joe Cardina? Have you heard anything? Have you put it on Eddie yet? Well, I've asked him many times and the, I think Eddie, Frank and the team, they're good at telling you what you want to hear, um, keep, you, you know, keep you pining for more. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, they, I don't know what they're going to do. I can only um, just wait. Um, I can scream and shout, but I think it comes down to Eddie and Lee. You know, I think Lee's going to really want it as well. I mean, he's said he's not bothered as long as he just fights there. But for him to earn some money out of it, you need to sell tickets. And that, for me, that's the fact that makes sense. You know, no disrespect to Joe Cardina, but people aren't really screaming and shouting to go see him. You know, he's not selling big arenas out, is he? Um, the Mink, obviously, Mick's got a, a, a massive fan base, but he's got business with Jordan Gill first. It just, with myself, 
we've instantly got history there and I was dominating that fight and the ending was controversial you know it wasn't like a real close fight it was like a one-sided fight um, and I have said a few things about that obviously I'm gonna people ask me the question anytime I speak see people people come over and say you were robbed you were this or another so I say my piece on it and I've done a few videos a lot of a sudden it's like he's gone from being a humble guy you know to kind of gloating and saying that I'm I'm, I'm, I'm bitter and I'm um, I'm sulking about it. Why, why do you think that is, Josh? Why do you think he's gone from this sort of like humble guy that you said? Because the press conference leading up to that first fight, you were you were both saying basically saying to each other, "Let's just make this a good fight. Let's have a good dance, sort of thing." And where's that re respect? But now after the fight's over with, there seems to be a lot of animosity now. Why yeah. is that? I'm not. I'm no idea. I think he. I think he feels like I. Um, I owe him some respect. I said to him, uh, there was a little moment where me and him were just in the medical room, and I shook his hand and I gave him the respect there, and I would, if for the had the chance I would have gone in, in, in his change room and shook his hand there but I'm also wearing a few days after the fight he's on like talk sport saying it was all part of the game plan Where the, where's the fucking respect here let's have it right you were having your ass handed to you you were getting beat up and then you know great timing took an opportunity and uh, you know look at Greenwood the referee waving it off but up until that time mate we one in your hands you can't say that was part of the game plan where's the respect from my side so listen the respect's always been there and I've just said a few points but he's been a bit I don't know maybe because there's a lot of people who give him mistakes saying they called him lucky and say that he didn't deserve it and blah blah and Josh, I, Josh should have been allowed to go on but my, my annoyance really is all throughout that last build up I know that you guys wanted to see us go fucking back and forth and scream and shout at each other and my, I was under the impression of listen I'll take it how, how he is because I know that he said a few things on social media in there but face to face like this right as rain sat down doing the round table thing on his own right as rain you know I tried goading him a little bit didn't want to just wanted to be respectful I can do that I've done that with most of my opponents you know we'll shake hands we have a scrap you know we'll let these do the talking but all of a sudden it's like post fight that's when it's he started with that and it's, that's what's me annoyances I'd have more respect for him if he'd, you know, just say, you know what, it, 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 it won't go in my way, but, you know, I managed to pull out of the bag, wherever they're kind of fucking gloating about it, and then calling me bitter. Josh, what I will say is, obviously, you said there that you were trying, us as the media, we want that back and forth between the two fighters, especially when there's two British fighters and the two cities that you have, the football teams that you've got, the, the characters that you are, there is, we wanted that build up where we can get the views, that's, 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 not, that's, that's a given in this game that we're in, right? But we didn't get that, but for this fight to be the city ground, you against uh, Lee Wood, the rematch, we will get that this time, won't we? Because there is that little bit of needle now because of what's been said post-fight. Yeah, and I think like, I know there's a lot of fighters in this game who just play the game, Call me fucking boring, call me whatever you want, but sometimes I don't really play the game, I just do. Spill your coffee there, Josh. <laughs> I, I do how, as, as, as I feel. Yeah. So, like, if someone calls me cunt, then I'm going to call you cunt back. But if you're going to show me a bit of respect, then I'm going to show you a lot of respect back. Um, that's how, the way I've always been, and I'm not going to change it at this stage of my career. Um, so, yeah, if, it, if, 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 if there's a better thing in, like, with important, like the war with Selby, the war with Galahad, then I'm going to be. You know, listen, sometimes I sit there on press tables and I think, I could say this, I could say that, but it's out of my character. But anyway, leading to, the, leading to a rematch, yeah, there fucking would be, because it's there now. And it, 
even if I went to a press conference now and he started being really nice and nice here, I'd still fucking be like this because I, you know what, I've seen many interviews and, I'm, and I've heard many things he said, so I'd fucking state, state my points. Um, and I think there's a bit more animosity in between us now. You know, before it was just respect, just an opponent. But now, with that bit of history, and that's why it makes the most sense. So, and Eddie should, Eddie should see that as well. And plus, my support will travel. You know, but they've travelled everywhere. I've done two stadium fights. I know that you need the, the bums on the seats, but you need a, a fan base will, will travel, and mine will, will, will do that. Obviously, Lee deserves that second ground fight for what the fights he's been with in, in, in the Lara fights, the McCormick fights, obviously your fight. Yeah. And he, he's been asking for the second ground fight. And to be fair to Lee, he does deserve it. But like you said, he does need that dance partner for a stadium fight. You've done a stadium fight yourself. Now, you said that you mentioned there Joe Cordina. You mentioned, what did you say? Something like maybe people don't want to see that fight. But the, the two people that he has sort of maybe not so much needle with with McCollin but that, that history is you and McCollin and you do have that travel spot Joe Cadena's got a Welsh crowd that will probably travel as well no doubt but do you think it's between now for that fight at the second ground is down to you and McCollin or can you see Joe Cordina getting in there I mean it, that, that's, the, that's the luxury that he has at this moment in time doesn't he you know he's going to look at it and think right I want to fight at second ground right who do I want to fight there do I do I sell it as challenging for, you know, um, another world, third world title fight, um, two weight world champion, you know, history there, um, put all that gloss on it. You could put the gloss on it with the, the Mick Conlon fight, like I say, with so exciting, and then could put the fight on with me. Because it was the last fight, um, you know, very controversial how it ended. But also he's got a way up, which is going to be the most difficult fight. Well, he knows that he's going to be stepping up. Joe Cardina did look fantastic in his last fight no so is he slipping a bit well that could be an opportunity there Mick well beat Mick before he was not fight in early stages but towards back end I got onto him that could be one there will he look at me and think mm, do I really fucking fancy that I'll get in I won't really have much having much luck until you know, that seventh round and you know he must know that he got rub off the green off the referee as well there's a point the point taken off most people talk about the knockout, but with the point taken off, that fucking changes everything for me. But um, he'll, he'll go way up then, and obviously he wants to go there. It's his dream to fight there, but he wants, wants to come away with his arm raised. Yeah. And he'll, he'll, he's got to decide which is going to be the easiest fights out of all three of them. And uh, I'm not going to blow smoke on my own backside, but I don't think I'm the easiest fight out of the three of us. That's the, you said that, but I think if it's you, Mick, or Joe Cardina, as a boxing fan, as a media guy, I'm happy with all three, but as a box, as a guy that you've been in the ring with them, you said that you, you, you've done the seven rounds, you were wearing the seven rounds up until that, that knock, uh, knockdown there. But again, I want to go back to that, like you said, the referee, you kept on mentioning the referee there. Now, it's been, what, a month or so since that fight. Yes. Speak to me, how, how are your emotions right now at this moment in time towards the referee after that? Are you still better off? you just let that slide on the bus? I'm, I'm not going to make it personal about Michael Alexander, obviously. I can understand... There's a lot of pressure on the referees. We've only got like an handful of A-star referees, you know, and they're doing the shows week in, week out at a very high level. I'd, what my annoyance is, is, um, you know, the, how they see it. I mean, you, rules and, and, and how they stick to them. So, for instance, there's many fighters who get warnings early doors. For instance, when I boxed Kigalad, he got warning early doors for holding, constantly holding, but he never, got a, he never got a second warning, never got a point taken off. But he carried on doing it throughout. I got a warning, 
then I never got a second warning, I went straight to a point off. When you watch it back, you slow it right down. I throw that punch and he turns and if he doesn't turn, it lands on his chin and it eats him there, side of his head, not on the back, eats him there. What does it deliberately? He stops me and he takes a point off and he says, anymore, I'm taking another one. So that changes my mindset, thinking, well, I need to do something about this now, yeah, because otherwise, I throw a punch, it might just, just, it might just score for me again, it might take another point off, so I knew that Lee was starting to tire, thought I'd take it up a little bit more, but even like the last 10 seconds, I thought I'd win these last 10 seconds, you know, make sure I can at least draw the round. Obviously, what happened happened with the, you know, with the, the counting, I turned round at eight and, and it, it's over. But again, with that, we've seen fight, we've seen fighters at nine, all over the place, pissed up, and they've been allowed to carry on, you know. But he's, I was over in America with uh, Maxi when he boxed Cambosa, and one thing they said like they made a massive point about illegal fouls, rabbit punches, and talked about how the bad they are and how the much damage they can do. But they did state if a fighter has set off a punch and somebody turns, it accident, it's an accidentally blow, then that's not a foul. That's not a foul. And, when you look at it, that's exactly what I did. I feel that Michael got influenced with Ben jumping up and down and screaming in between rounds, and that's what Ben just doing his job, trying to save his fighter, you know. But um, yeah, my annoyance is not so much. It's not personal, Mike, but just the board need to have a fucking stringent thing with them. Maybe update, maybe say that right, these are the rules. Maybe go into depth in the in the change rooms because he'll look at the back and think, you know what, made a bit of a mistake there. Be held accountable. Is that what you're trying to say there? I am, mate. Yeah, I and mean, it's fucking, you know, I can I can go on about the stoppage. Like, I was up on the cards. He, he'll know that because the judge as well. I had a minute's break. You know, there's many fighters who've been fucked, like I say, been asleep and been had the opportunity to sit down. I'm in, I'm in my own corner. He could have analysed me. I, I turn, yeah, exactly. All that. I can go on about that, but my biggest annoyance is how it all starts with. Another you know, point. If you do get the rematch, are you willing to go up the super featherweight? You know what? Uh, and uh, I, I probably considered that anyway. Um, I would have been saying to Eddie, Eddie, fucking hell, take us to America. You know, the, I've been recently ranked when uh, WBC number one. Try and get me a shot with Ray Vargas. If not, if you can't, that can't be done. Then I'll move up. You know, I've been making fe uh, featherweight since, well, since I've been picking up titles. You know, over, over ten years now, and uh, it'd been interesting to see me, you know, myself move up and uh, take that amount of a challenge and be a little more luxury. There you are. It's going to be exciting times coming up in 2024, whether it be Mick, you, or Joe Cardina. It's going to be an exciting fight, whether, and you probably get one or the other anyway if you move up. So it's going to be exciting times, especially in that sort of quartet that you're in. But you're here for your gym mate, Reece Small. We cannot not talk about him. Like I said at the beginning of the interview, he's up against a tough opponent, a guy that's six foot two in, in uh, Gary Cully. Yeah. How's Reece looking? Can he do the business? You know what? I'm, I'm going to obviously be biased because he's my gym mate, but he's looking fucking unbelievable. You know, there's times in gym. What I think, fucking hell, Reece, why did he do that on fight night? He's like, he just shook his shoulders. Oh, I don't know, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But the man can box, the man has got skills, he's just yet to bring him to the table. And, uh, mate, he's been looking real sharp in this one. And I know that Gary's a bit of an attraction over here and, you know, the diva and all that, but fucking hell, they shouldn't be underestimating Reese. Honestly, he's, uh, we're actually here to make up numbers. And I'll certainly Reese and he's, he's here to fucking do some damage and uh, I think he's, he's going to do that on Saturday night. 
George, I think there's actually more people who want to have a chat with you here. And you're going to have more microphones yeah, in your face. So I'm sorry for dragging you over here, mate. I do apologise. But absolute pleasure. No doubt I'll catch you again this fight weekend. Uh, listen, enjoy the press conference. So, man, thank you. Cheers, Josh. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.